I hear Caitlin Larson and <laughs> Jeff thought it was one of the worst races he's ever seen in his life. I'm pretty sure Jesus said verbatim after walking on water and swimming on land, thou shalt not wreck thy teammate at Martinsville on the last lap. I heard that too. I did read that verse. It's comical how inconsistent we are with this. Put Air. more fucking horsepower in the car. I mean, That's what I want them to do. It isn't that fucking hard. Stop yelling. Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Big Motor Small Blade Podcast. I'm Buddy Bowling. And I'm Seth Dolby. Uh, am I really loud? You you got scared there for a minute. Mm, I don't get scared that easily. Okay. Believe All it right. or not. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and um, we roveled. We did. We we roveled, um, and we're gonna rovel again next year, Thank which is a good God. thing. Yes, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. We were we were. I was there all weekend. You were not. No, I was because you're lame. Um, and yeah, I mean, we saw another. I mean, I, to get right into it, you do you think this race was better than last year's? Yes. I thought it was significantly better. Yeah, I yeah. I definitely thought it was significantly better than last year. Yeah, it um, it was in, and it I think it was just the way kind of things fell that made it better. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, part of it was for whatever reason you could actually it was still tough, but you could actually get to guys this year, which yeah. created some of that the way it the way it fell was because you could actually get up and race people. Yeah. It was still tough and it's not it's not where we need it to be necessarily but it's it was a lot better than it was before. Yeah. And uh I mean the Roval just in general is just a great racetrack. Yeah. Like hands down. Like whether how good however good the oval is. Like why what is what is the disdain for the Roval all of a sudden? Like Let's get rid of we we only have so few uh good racetracks right now with this car. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's not fantastic with this car right now, but if we could ever get the package right. It's just another variety, another, you know, another good racetrack on the schedule. And I mean, we've already seen a leap from one year to the other in quality. Exactly. With the same, I mean, we had a slightly different package this year, but I mean, it's been a hit or miss package. So I don't yeah. know what, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Um, So we've already seen a, a significant jump. We've seen jumps at a lot of places. I feel like they're just going to keep coming because guys are, well, we're going to change some things. That'll shake things up. But ultimately the engineering yeah. is catching up and it'll, it'll just, I think it'll just keep getting better. I don't see any reason for us to get rid of this. And I'm really glad we're doing it again. I'm worried that it's only still here because we didn't get Montreal. No, that's not. No. I mean, look, I don't, Marcus I Smith, hope not. Marcus I Smith hope... came out and said, said, he's like, I, I like the Roval. I think fans like the Roval. He's like, I don't, you know, there's obviously there's a lot of loud voices on the internet, but the loudest voice in the room is seldom the most intelligent. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I feel like Marcus... there were, a, I feel like there were a lot of people here this year. Yeah, there were, there yeah. always is. Um, the people that are there enthusiastic about it. And I think Marcus knows that he, I think, I think Bristol dirt was different. I think Marcus has 
this is, I'm sure this is quite the investment for him. I don't know how much it, of an investment it is compared to like Bristol dirt. Cause I mean, it was like a $2 million project to put dirt on Bristol each year. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine it's that much of an investment for him and it's something different and Marcus seems pretty committed to it. And that's good because before last year, the Roval was probably one of the top three races on the schedule. Like Jeff Gluck's poll, the first how many rebels have we run? Five, six, we run five now. We run five, six. No, we've run six. Okay, we've run six. The first four were all ninety three percent or better. Yeah, on Gluck's poll, like it is a it is a Justin Newgarden said it when he ran the Indy car there. He's like it's a world class road course. Yeah, he's like I I was genuinely shocked, and it is. And so, I'm, I also, in a general sense, don't like the sentiment we've got recently, which was, oh, NASCAR waited too long to start getting rid of tracks that suck before. So now we need to just immediately dump things that aren't perfect right now. And I think that sentiment is ridiculous. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, well, that's something I, I was annoyed with a while back or um, in a few episodes back where it's just, we don't give things long enough to become a tradition around here because we, well, part of the reason fans Fans want what they can't have, yeah. No matter what it is or when it is, like that's just how it's going to be. So, well, and also just listening to online complaining about <laughs> something is is kind of missing a point in itself. A wild too. concept. Well, it's kind of missing a point too because if like people complained about the Brickyard Four Hundred, yes, and then as soon as we left it. The people who probably liked it weren't really that cl- inclined to go on the internet and say something about it. Now, some people are, but most people aren't like, yeah, they, most people only get really excited, excited. They get interested in bitching about things. They don't get interested yeah. in praising things. So the people who liked it probably stayed back and the people who hated it were right up front and center telling yeah. you how much if, they hated it. If you're content with something, like you're not going to sit there and you know, constantly, you know, talk about it. I mean, unless you're Swifty. I I guess. But like, I mean, if, if you're content with something, there's no reason to talk about it because it's there. You got it. It's cool. We're all cool. But when you don't have it, you're going to bitch and bitch and bitch. And, you know, like I said, it's not always the smartest people that are out there doing it. So, yeah. Yeah. uh, Just like the people that wanted stage cautions. Yeah. Mind you, the one the caution that made this race the most interesting was an unplanned caution. So I don't know what that what that says. The sole reason this race wasn't any better was I feel like stage cautions. Yeah. Yeah. Wild concept, I know. Like yeah. maybe we should try it sometime. I don't know, man. I again I still don't I still don't understand how it was so positive after after uh, Chicago, and then Indy happened, and it was still pretty positive. Oh yeah, I thought if Indy I remember correctly, um, I remember I had fun with that race. A lot of people did it. It did well in the Gluck poll. People think that it only did well because Michael McDowell won. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, um, I don't like Michael McDowell. I thought that race was great. Yeah, like, exactly. 
Um, and then Watkins Glen was a snoozer. Well, to be fair, Watkins Glen, there are other problems with Watkins Glen. There are obvious reasons as to why Watkins Glen is the way it is. Yeah. And just kind of to segue into the in the schedule talk. Watkins Glen is a great track for fans. People show up there, they camp. And I've I've heard a lot of uh like DBC and um and the teardown. They talked about it. They were like, Yeah, that's a lot of because it's a lot of fans that bring their kids to the racetrack and camp that you're probably not gonna get now that it's gonna be in the playoffs in September during school. So now you're gonna have not as big of a crowd probably. Um, at least in the, the overall weekend. And it's already not a great race right now. <laughs> like, and if there's any car, any track, any road course that's not going to be fixed by any drastic changes, it's probably going to be Watkins Glen, just because of how it's the super speedway of of road courses. Well, the biggest drastic change you could make would not be with the cars. <laughs> it would be with the track. Adding oh those, God, yeah, whatever those little blue and red rumble strips we have at Paul Ricard, um on the runoff areas that would be like the best thing we could do to the racetrack i think right now because they're not going to put grass there but i think that would be the best move make it make it a detriment to go out there you'd see some you'd see more i hate saying you'd see more passing because the dumbasses always use that as like the metric of every only good racing it would create more opportunity for drivers to make mistakes yeah and it would reward drivers for for being better. Yep. It would reward drivers for making a tighter and more efficient corner. Yep. And it would create passing, but it would create passing not just for the sake of passing. Yeah. Um, it would create passing because it would create quality passes. Yes, exactly. Because a guy got through a corner better than the other guy, you know. Yeah. Um, they because they race better. Wild. Um <laughs> That is only the first uh the first uh schedule change. Watkins Glen's going into the playoffs. Uh get an overall schedule. I think uh, uh, both Atlanta dates suck. Hold on, hold on. Overall, how do you feel about the schedule? It's disappointing. It is disappointing. It's very disappointing. Yes. So yeah. all right, I guess I'll just jump into specifics. Let's start. Yeah, Atlanta. Said- Atlanta in the spring. In the spring, terrible idea. Well, a, a, did we forget the race we saw last spring? It was not oh, nowhere near yeah. the race we saw in the fall or the no, summer. It wasn't. it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close because you, you just got too much. I mean, it'll probably be a little worse this time around. But as far as the actual race goes, it's not going to be good for the racetrack. It's not. No. You had a great opportunity to put it as the all-star race and Fuck, move Wilkesboro to that date if you want. It still sucked to sit through it, but it's not going to, you know, ruin the race. Um, and then on top of that, it being a second super speedway race in a row, I don't care what Dale Jr. says about it not being a super speedway, whatever. It, the point stands. I think that's terrible too, because oh, the idea. Okay, so the idea. Nothing against Ben Kennedy necessarily. I feel like his hands are a little tied this year putting the schedule together. But yeah. um I don't know the idea of you're gonna you're gonna hook a fan in who only watches usually super speedways, so they're gonna watch <laughs> Daytona and then tune in next week to see the same thing. 
Well, what happens a week after that? Then we're going to probably, we're going to what, Las Vegas, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's, you're still going to eventually get to that point where if someone doesn't want to watch actual racing, I I don't even hate to say that anymore. If somebody doesn't want to actually watch actual racing, then they're going to stop eventually. You only have six of these. I say only. That's totally oversaturated. Not like our road courses at six. That's not oversaturated. Six super speedways is definitely on so fucking oversaturated. I that's the thing. And it's it's like what what was the reasoning for this move? Other, I mean, that was that was the reasoning for it. But like, was that the only reasoning? Because that's not a good enough reason for me, because there's we've had Atlanta be the second date or second date on the schedule before. It was because, oh, we're going to get the people that uh, are coming back from Daytona. And that actually I know people who actually went to the Daytona 500 and we're like, yeah, we're going to stop in Atlanta and go to that race. And then they were like, yeah, we're not doing that again because um, we're in sunny Florida where it's probably 65, 75 degrees. And then we go to Atlanta where it's like 50 degrees and it's probably going to rain. And it's like the most miserable weekend ever. And that's the reason Atlanta moved from that date. And now we're back. Global warming is a thing. So you can make that argument. But then also, both of us were in Atlanta in the spring this year, a month later than it will be the next year. And that was maybe the coldest I've ever been at a racetrack in my entire life. <laughs> well, I almost got hypothermia at Martinsville one time, so I can't say well, that. Well, when we got there, like... Yeah, the actual race wasn't terrible, but race everything terrible, around but... that, it was terribly cold. But could you imagine if we would have gotten a gloomy day? Yeah, that was sucked ass. Yeah, it was sucked. Yeah. It it's just a just a head ass move. Like I don't Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's gonna be people who were there this year in the spring that say absolutely not to a month earlier. I yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I'm, I'm well, definitely I wasn't not. gonna I wasn't gonna go anyway, but I considered it and I'm definitely not. Well, um, also, we're going to go to Daytona, yeah. so that's that's part of it. That's awesome. We're not going to hit it on the way back? No, I think we're going home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, hold on. I'll let me pull up the schedule so we're not jumping out of order here too much. I apologize well, okay. for my sniffling. So, while I Buddy have, does that, I know the next... fucking killing me. <laughs> yeah, so I know while Buddy does that, the next big one is obviously Bristol Concrete in yes. the middle of March correct march 17th if i yes, recall sir. Um, yes sir um i'll go but it's going to suck we will protest that race by going and buying tickets and sitting there and watching it happen um <laughs> freezing fucking cold i honestly <laughs> Taylor might Kitchens wait. told me that is the best way to protest <laughs> i'm going to make sign i'm going to make a sign that says i want dirt back yeah i mean dude i mean it's we saw a better race on dirt the past two years than we had on concrete. Um, there's a reason we moved from concrete to dirt because no one showed up. And, and the reasons people showed and... up, the reasons no one showed up are back in full force. Yeah. I'm willing to bet that um probably not going to see that much of an uptick in attendance. And we're definitely going to see a way <laughs> A big drop in attendance when it's run on Monday. So, 
yeah, I'm I like I said, I'm planning on going. Um, I'll have to look at my schedule and see how everything's gonna work out. I see might if you have sick days on Monday. I definitely have sick days. Um but I still might wait and see. Cause if it's gonna be like thirty degrees and raining, I might just skip. Like yeah. the race is not gonna be very good anyway. Like, I mean, I, I, I've sat through a lot of shit to go to races before, but quite frankly, a race I didn't even really want. Yeah. Mm. Um. So moving on, obviously, Wilkes-Barre is retaining the all-star race. We talked about that last week. Yeah. Um, Montreal is not happening. <clears throat> um, I don't know what the reasonings are for that. I That was... Um, you know, like I said, nothing really came out as why, but Iowa, we're getting Iowa in in place of this. Um, and it is a placeholder, and that's really all it is until we can go international. Um, I think Iowa with this car will be one of the better road courses. Will it now? Um it'll be one of the it'll better be one of the better short tracks. Um I mean hell, I mean I guess we can try an infield. Yeah, we'll try the we'll try the Iowa Roval. Um, no, um, I think it'll be one of the better short tracks though, because I think it'll be I think it'll be much like Richmond, but I think it would almost it'll almost be better than Richmond. And I, for me at least, I enjoyed Richmond last yeah. year, not so much this year, but um, I think it'll be good because there's more. There's more grooves there. It's obviously worn out more. We'll see more tire fall off, um, which even at Richmond we see a lot. So it'll it'll be, I think it'll be a fun race. Um, and who knows what kind of improvements we're going to make the Super Speedway package. Um, and they um, they are making a night race, so that's good for the people that'll be in Iowa. What, what does that not- have to do with the Super Speedway package? What are you talking about? What does that have to do with the Super Speedway package? What are you talking about? You said, I hope they make a better Super Speedway package in the middle of your or track show. package. You knew what I fucking meant. Like, stop being a fucking dickhead. Like, well, the people need to know, man. They're probably like, Buddy thinks Iowa's I'm a road about, course no. with a Super Speedway package. Hey, we've never been there before. I don't know what it is. Um, <clears throat> And yes, we went there for trucks and Xfinity, but we've told you guys before, this is a cup podcast. This cup shit. Um, but anyway, I mentioned that it's going to be a night race. What's not going to be a night race anymore is Nashville. It is back to Sunday at 2.30. Ooh. Yeah. If that's not a middle finger to the fans, I don't know what is. I guess that's better than five, but still sucks. Is it? Yeah. Five is like the hottest part of the day. Yeah, but at least like most of the race like will be run at night. Not if it starts at five. Sun doesn't set till like eight thirty or nine. Man, I don't know. Either way, it's worse than two thirty, or it's not as good as two or two thirty is (laughs) worse. Like you get all of the sun. Um, Yeah, I don't. I don't understand why that's getting moved. Um, I thought it put on a great show and lots of people showed up, and I guess we don't want that. Chicago is back. We knew that, but it's it's back. Uh, I talked to Julie Geezy this weekend, actually, and um, 
she's really excited and she obviously she's like there's a lot we need to do better but i feel like i mean both of us went it was great the first year i can only imagine it's gonna be that much better um and hopefully it's not a monsoon i wish i'd have been um, able to talk to her i'm really curious what she thought they needed to do better because i don't think anything that happened was in their control yeah i, I think mean, she's just saying that like I, i'm sure she feels that way but she i'm sure definitely i can't remember what specific she said i'm kind of drawn um but just like you know logistics of everything and in a, in the event i think it was more in the event of like rain like that how to better handle situations okay like it was more of that um not necessarily like actual like on track product or anything but more like handling like city and you know collaborated efforts between the city and nascar okay. um sure indy we obviously know it's going back to the oval um and then here we go because we um because of the olympics and we want to keep darlington on labor day weekend daytona will no longer be the regular season finale and darlington raceway or and the southern 500 will um and daytona will be the week before uh i hate this a lot I love this. I hate lot. it so much. And I'm going to poke a hole in what you're in your reasoning for it. Okay. One Daytona was the perfect race, in my opinion, to end the regular season. The perfect race to end the regular season. Um, Darlington is going to be. One, you're not going to you're not going to get that winner, that surprise winner that NASCAR wants, which fine. I don't really care about that. but. Now all we're going to, that doesn't mean they're not going to talk about it. Now, instead of the Southern 500, it's going to be the playoffs and who's going to make it. Can anyone make it in? That's all they're going to talk about. So, um, and I, I kind of, I hate that Darlington's not in the playoffs just because it's, it's the best racetrack on the circuit. I think we should have the best racetracks on the circuit in the playoffs. If you want to be a champion in the sport, chances are you got to be good at a track like Darlington. And now it's not in the playoffs. That's just right. my opinion. I know you have a different one. Okay. So I don't think this changes much with the way Daytona races because everyone who needs to win is going to go. I need to win now because I'm I mean, not, yes. I'm probably not going to do it at Darlington. So I don't think this changes anything as far as how that race actually goes. And B, I don't feel like, them talking about on TV or at the track about it being the playoff cutoff is any different than a guy going through three and four about to win the Southern 500 and Rick Allen saying, and he locks himself into the round of 12. Like that fucking matters. I don't think uh, that's any different. Uh, I feel like it gives them an opportunity to make it about the Southern 500 for the win. No, they're not. They They won't. That's why it's like, it's if really as long as it's in that spot. It, I mean, will they though? Because likely the likelihood of a guy winning the Southern 500. Well, it'll be it'll won. be about getting momentum into the playoffs. It, I'm just saying that your argument has always been it's it's it devalues the Southern 500 in your opinion because all they talk about is the playoffs. 
and I don't see how this is gonna do that. I would rather I would just rather have Darlington in the playoffs because I mean just like I like I said, I want the I want the best tracks, the hardest tracks in the playoffs. So um, ultimate ultimately for me, it doesn't really matter because I'm at the track. Yeah. I'm not um, thinking about the playoffs during the Southern 500. I think here's what disappoints me the most, though, is Daytona not being regular season finale. Yes, it doesn't matter. It is still like the race before. But the build up to it, it was Watkins Glen. It was Indy, then Watkins Glen, then Daytona. And for me, I like that stretch of races because it put pressure because it is or three tracks where that could produce a different winner. And it put pressure on those guys on the bubble to execute. And, you know, that is, I mean, yes, you still have to execute, but they're not as, they're not as much of a wild card as those other three were. And I mean, so I don't, I don't feel like that. If that's, that is the main appeal of like the last four races of the season for most people is the, the who's going to make it and can someone, you know, sneak in with a win or can the bubble guys hang on? And we don't have that tension has been cut a little bit, if you will, um, with this and all because we just couldn't do a Richmond doubleheader for whatever reason. Oh yeah. Hold on. Let's go back to that. Cause that pisses me off because we don't do a Richmond doubleheader. We get a night race at Richmond on March 31st. Fuck you. Everyone who decided that was a good idea because it is already chilly in the spring there. And now we're going to run a night race there. I mean, I wanted Richmond night back, but not like this. I mean, it's been chilly for the Bristol dirt race. How's this much different? I mean, it, I mean, I feel like I say that just because it's the same weekend or it's Easter weekend. So it's the same weekend in my mind, even though it's not really, but I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't know. We haven't been to, I just, it's been colder during the day in both spring Richmond races for me. Than it has been Bristol dirt. Fair, so, but I don't know. I don't remember it being terribly cold this year. Like it was nippy, but it wasn't like. Yeah, but five hours later, it's probably going to be pretty, pretty chilly. Probably. Um, it's just an un, another unnecessary uh an option. The main thesis to this whole argument with the schedule is. We had so many great options pitched that didn't get put into motion. Um, and yeah, we had obviously Richmond doubleheader was on the table, but instead we have a way worse option. Um, okay, so hang on real quick before we get too far off the beaten path. Uh, this isn't something you said, but Denny Hamill, I was listening to Action Detrimental this morning, and Denny said, quote, we ain't getting no out of nowhere winner at Darlington to end the in the regular season. Um, hello, Dennis. Eric Jones won two yeah. years ago. Yeah. Or last I, season. I thought that too. So I thought that shut too. up. <laughs> like yeah. dumbass. And he also said, who cares if it's on Labor Day weekend? 
Well, you know what? Fuck you, Dennis. I care. Okay. Well, Denny's also the same guy that said the Coca-Cola 600 doesn't like it. Does it doesn't matter what the length is? It could be 300 miles. It holds the same prestige. Like so, I don't yeah. like. Like I said, Denny lives Denny's truth. Sometimes we agree with it. Sometimes we don't. Um. Anyway. Yeah. No. Um. Getting into the uh, actual playoffs. The first round of the playoffs, um, if Martin Truex had a hard time getting through the first round this year, he's gonna have a he's gonna have a horrible time trying to get through the round next year, or just the regular season champ in general, not necessarily Martin Truex, because it's Atlanta, Watkins Glen, and Bristol. Um that puts more emphasis on the regular season. I hate Atlanta being in the playoffs. Yes. I actually don't hate Atlanta being in the playoffs if we took Talladega out. Or if we just took, you know, plates off the cars. I mean I'm being that was kind of my that was kind of what I was getting at is eventually yeah. we will take the plates off Atlanta. Eventually, yes. And well, and that's the thing. Even if like if down the road, I feel like if Atlanta does stay in the playoffs, we will take the plates off and this argument won't matter. But still for the time being, the plates are on and well, the tapered spacers on and it, it, it we have two super speedways in the playoffs. Um and then Watkins Glenn is in the playoffs. Again, I don't really hate this i just don't think it's gonna be a good race Um, yeah i don't i don't think it's gonna be a good race i don't think it's the wild card that everyone seems to think it is no it's definitely not it is the least wild card of all the road courses yeah so i don't really i don't really yeah i don't hate this move as far as the actual racing goes i don't think it was necessary but i don't hate it i i do like I like the reasoning behind it. And a lot of the reasoning behind it hasn't been so much just we wanted to add another wild card or another road courses. A lot of what I've heard is we like the fan turnout. We like how Watkins Glen, you know, puts on a show. So we felt like they deserved a playoff race, which I I can appreciate. Um, I don't appreciate that when it comes to Phoenix. And that's why we give them a championship race. But I can appreciate a track that puts the time in to make a good fan experience gets a playoff date. But I mean, that is ignoring gotta... why they have the turnout that they do, though. Huh? That's ignoring why they have the turnout they do. It's the time I, frame. That's what I was about to say is I can appreciate it, but I don't. it's not going to transfer. Yeah, I don't think. Um, and there's a balance there as well as a balance between having good racing um, too. Um, but yeah, Atlanta being in the playoffs is I, I, I put out a TikTok at the buddy pulling um, <laughs> that it, basically we have one less road course than we had this year. And now, which is a way more skilled discipline than super speedway racing that we've now put at a more pivotal and uh, prominent point in the schedule mm-hmm. so that sucks i agree yeah now we have two road courses in the playoffs like i said i don't i don't see the harm in that um obviously the charlotte rebel state the cutoff races are the same um and really everything else about the playoffs is pretty much the same 
Um, no the, Texas, obviously. The only thing I don't hate about the way the first round is now is that it will put an even bigger emphasis on what you do in the regular season. Yes. Um, which I like. I yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't mind that. Um, no more of this Jimmy Johnson, Chad Canal, Sarah fucking off all half all summer. Yeah. Um, I mean, you probably can, but I wouldn't recommend it. Well, I think the the playoffs that Martin Truex has had this year is it maybe exposed that a lot. Maybe like, oh shit, this really does mean like a lot. Like, because I feel like people people have used it as a gateway to Phoenix and not really paid attention to you know the impact it can have in all the other rounds. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. Um. But that's really it for the schedule overall. Just kind of a, yeah, just a little bit of a letdown. Um. A yeah. lot of bit of a letdown, I would say. Yeah, and I, I like you said, Ben Ben Kennedy, like. I mean, he's damned. He's he's got a thankless job. Like he's he's damned yeah. if he does, damned if he doesn't. So and and in his defense, I I don't know. They probably it's entirely possible they didn't get approval to do a midweek race at Richmond. I mean, it is right in it is. I mean, yeah, it's right in the middle of a bunch of stuff. It's not like Darlington or whatever. Yeah. So um, I did hear a rumor. Um, I'll tell you the source after. Um, it's not a terribly reliable source, but it is someone that has given me a mixed bag of information that has turned out to be true and uh, untrue. Yeah. That um, Darlington is maybe being considered for the next championship race. Oh, God. Well, I think it'd be great, but. Why? The championship um, race sucks. I mean, because they're told not to race the championship four. Well, we'll see. I think, I think, Darling, I think if any race is going to produce a non winner champion, it's Darlington. So, I mean, we literally watched Kyle Larson lay over at Homestead. It could have happened already, but he uh, laid over. Well, that was. Kyle Larson's choice. That's what we're led to believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, either way. I don't know. Okay, fine. Make it, I don't know, make it Talladega then. I mean, like, here's the thing is we had the opportunity this year to do the best thing we could have with the way the, the playoffs or the way the season had to fit together, which was get rid of the last race championship. We had that opportunity to try it this year. And you could have literally led with, we're going to try it, just because of the way the schedule lays out. And I bet it would have been better. And I bet it would have worked better TV rating wise. And we blew it. We don't, I don't know why we're, we're sold on this idea. TV ratings drop every year. So that can't be the reason. Um, This is, it's just dead. The rest of the playoffs is actually solid right now. Like we've seen it with Truex. You can do good in the regular season. And and you're not fucked over from a few bad weeks. So we've got we've got a solid thing going here. We just drop it all the way off at the end of the season. Yeah. We we don't need to be ending with a whimper every year. Yeah. I like I said, I'd be curious to see. 
obviously Homestead was obviously a great racetrack to end it on, but and I don't feel like that race was as bad as Phoenix has been. Phoenix has been the extreme of just terrible races. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens when they do inevitably move the track. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I really hope it's not Darlington. <laughs> yeah. I really hope. Well, I'd like to give Darlington. I'd like to have. I'd be cool with it for a year. I would just be. Here's my thing. I, or I would honestly kind of be surprised because we literally moved the playoff cutoff to keep Darlington at Labor Day. Yeah. And now we're going to move it to the first week of November. I, I don't know if I buy that. I I mean, that's why I said, that's why I said, okay. take it with a grain of salt, but I, yeah, I'm taking it with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've heard more of Martinsville. That's more of what I've heard. That would also be terrible, but we can get into that another, whenever they, if they ever do that, we'll get into why that's terrible, but yeah. Um, get into more of, uh, the the actual race of the roval um yeah like you said thought it was a little bit better um there was quite a few just jarhead moves out being done out there um Corio joy is a great candidate for dumbass of the week um, uh he would be <laughs> i don't know like what the hell he was doing yeah neither do i like I don't, I don't know. know it's it's pretty par for the course i mean it I, is absolutely point, par for the course but i don't know Corey. Corey's is going to be in a rude awake in for a rude awakening next year when his teammates start blowing his doors off yeah well and that's the thing it's one well, here here's one thing because suarez also had some bonehead moves oh we'll get i didn't there. see as many yet, huh we'll get there yeah, well, I mean, fuck it. Um, I don't know. Other than the backstretch, I didn't really see anything. But then again, I wasn't really paid attention. Daniel was running much. into everybody and blocking yeah. like a crazy ass all day. Yeah. Daniel uh, drove like a jackass yesterday. Well, in I my mean, opinion, in my opinion, he drove like a jackass and had that one coming. I mean, I don't. In my opinion, I didn't. Well, I'm just saying, I <laughs> okay. don't know. I didn't, I didn't see. So I saw him fucking have way too much rear brake in the car and wreck the hell out of Austin Cindric and Bubba Wallace. Yeah. Um, I don't know what exactly he did to Christopher Bell to warrant just getting junked there, but maybe there I, was, yeah, I don't, I mean, ultimately, like based off what he did to bell or didn't do to bell maybe he didn't deserve it but yeah. based off a whole body of work for the day he deserved to get dumped in my opinion that's my opinion um but i think and that's something i was gonna get get in with Corey and daniel too i think it has a lot to do with the midfield too is it is it is a it is a hard way to make a living and it produces this this just just way of racing that's just annoying to watch like, i mean just because it's like you're better than that yeah i mean that's that was kind you of can't be. that was kind of the the justification given for why ross chastain was driving the way he was it's like oh he comes from the midfield that's how yeah. they drive back there and i'm like okay 
get once you get to the front, you got to stop driving. Well, like exactly, that. and that's what Fred, like Corey. One thing he's not at the front. Daniel at least has enough, or has had enough time at the front to not be driving like a like a jackwad. So. And well, I th- Daniel's I mean, been driving. Daniel's been driving like a guy who knows he's on the hot seat. That and like his the speed in the car has been so infrequent this year. That's like whenever he has the opportunity, I don't think he knows how to. I think he just gets in over his head, and it's like, dude, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, Indianapolis, he did great, and then he kind of and he called himself out for it before Indy. And then we were kind of reverted right back to it. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But, um trying to think who else. Chase Elliott um kind of got screwed. Definitely um, got screwed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't I mean feel it bad happens. For him. It happens, yeah, but I don't feel bad for him. He didn't get screwed nearly as bad as, you know, for example, Kevin Harvick at the Southern five hundred. Um so I mean is what it is. I mean, untimely okay. caution. You can thank your quasi-teammate for that. Yeah. Well, okay, so I wanted to – that brings up – it doesn't really bring it up, but I remember Freddie – Freddie Kraft on DBC today was was talking about what a dumbass uh, Andy Lally was. I, and I'd like to dispute that. Uh, that to be fair to Freddie, he was having I'd to watch lo- his... I love to hear this argument. Okay. I think well, Andy I watched Lally's... the whole thing happen. I watched the whole thing happen. So here's okay. what happened. Andy Lally got wrecked, okay, drives backwards to get to the gate, or the, the little uh, intern, whatever, there's a gap in the fucking fence there. Mm-hmm. Goes to where the officials are, and he's trying to get into the garage. He's like stopped right there trying to get into the garage and they waved him off and said no. Oh, okay. They wouldn't open the gate for him. Like, dude, the garage is right there. Open the fucking gate. We don't need to cause a caution. But they said no, waved him on, and he went on and the car was fucked. So I don't blame Andy Lally for that. I blame whoever whatever official that was down there. Should have just opened the gate. You did five minutes later for a truck. So you can do it. Yeah. That's fair then. That's fair. Yeah. Um, now, to be fair to Freddie, he was obviously he was screwed, obviously working, but was that the caution that screwed Elliot? It was, the, or was mm, it? The, I, I thought it was the think... LaJoy caution, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was okay. the LaJoy caution. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Um, yeah, that was um, okay. Well, that's interesting yeah. to know. Um, doesn't really excuse the fact that Andy Lally is kind of terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to argue that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um but uh yeah that, that explains that at least. Um yeah. Other than that, I mean AJ Almendinger kind of got the fell on the right end of that caution mm-hmm. and obviously goes on to win the race. Uh survived several late race cautions. Um Did a great job on every restart. <laughs> he did. He did. And that, like the restart zone was a questionable move, but I think it proved to be a whole lot better than what we always had before. Yeah, and I'm glad um, <clears throat> I'm glad they didn't do the idea that I had because when they initially announced this, I was like, why are we not just sending them in the middle of three or oval three and four or 13, 14, whatever the fuck we call these. And NASCAR three and four. NASCAR three and four. God <laughs> bless America. Anyway. 
um that was my idea initially and then i thought about it and i was like oh god that would have everybody diving three wide or whatever into the chicane that would have been a terrible idea Pretty so sure I said that you you might have um but it worked really well and and even with that i wasn't sure it was i thought we were going to get some stack up some stupid stuff it never happened. We had clean restarts all day, and and I was satisfied. I'm really glad we made this change. Shocked we didn't have more people spin out there. Yeah, I mean it looked like everybody was going. It was spinning tires about wreck wreck the damn thing. It yeah. looked like Martinsville when you just had all the horsepower in the world and none of the tire. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Um, yeah, AJ was real lucky. He had Kyle Busch right there, and at least Ty Gibbs has some respect for AJ Allmendinger. Um, so yeah, it was, um, it was, it was a clinic he put on there at the end. It would have been interesting to see what, who would have won between him and Chase, but it just, it seemed like AJ's car was just stout there at the end of it. Um, yeah, it would have been, it would have been pretty close between him and Chase. It would have been a fun battle for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he ends up winning, obviously, Next gen car, he hasn't won in the next gen car yet. He hasn't really. He's won three races in his career now, and um, yeah, we added all these road courses. We thought he was going to win five or six of them, and now only a second. But uh, I mean, still, it the year that Collins had and how terrible those cars have been. Yeah. Like it's it was kind of out of left field, but good good to see because I mean he was super emotional at the end and running up in the crowd and man's having a good time i mean yeah like you said it's it's kind of out of left field but also it's literally king aj roval master um in, in my opinion i mean five wins in what eight starts nine starts whatever it is like that's ridiculous like and he should have probably in my opinion won this race two years ago if he doesn't if his motor doesn't blow up he was really close last year. So I don't really think it's that. I don't think it's surprising, really, if you think about it. No, I mean, it's not surprising that he would win on the road, but it's more surprising that that car wasn't. Because, I mean, we've seen him even at road courses. It would just be terrible. Um, yeah, obviously, yeah. There's, there's a lot of question whether AJ is going to be back in Cup or Xfinity. I kind of wish he would just go back to Xfinity because, like, he could win a championship. He's not yeah. going to do that in Cup. Like, I mean, it sounds like he's going back because they don't have enough funding. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate. And it seems like colleague has kind of just overstepped a little bit in yeah. their growth, uh, which is also unfortunate. I, I really like colleague racing. I think they're a really fun organization. Uh, so I really hope they get it all figured out. Yeah. There's nothing really insightful to that. I just wanted to say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, you're right, though. You're right. It's, um, I don't know, AJ Allmendinger is like, he's definitely, you know, he uh, he didn't, you know, he's in the Cup Series for so long before he got his first win. And it's been re relatively sparse, but he's had, he's had such an interesting, like, journey throughout all this because, I mean, he, for so long was in not terrible, not great equipment, but not terrible. I don't feel like the level of equipment has fluctuated that much throughout his career. And he is 
but he as a driver has just gotten that much better in the past five years, four or five years. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting. And he's just a likable dude. I mean, at the end of the day. So I don't know. I still think it's weird that seen AJ Allmendinger in our lives when what six times now? I think it's seven. Seven? Yeah, because it'd be four at the Xfinity Roval, one at the Cup Roval, and then Cup and Xfinity Indy Roval. Oh yeah, we did see him win at Indy. Yeah. I saw him win the sprint showdown one time in Charlotte. (laughs) (laughs) That's pushing it. (laughs) Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I mean was that no Red Bull or was that yeah, yeah, I think it was 08. Shit. (laughs) Yeah. Um yeah, AJ Almendinger won the Roval. Happy for him. Yep. Go AJ. (laughs) Yeah. Hell of a burnout. Hell of a burnout. Hell of a that's the thing is uh AJ's celebration is are top notch. Oh yeah. Dude is so excited about winning anything and like he says you never know and obviously you never know but like man it's like he wins the roval again a race he should have won a couple times now and it's just or could have won a couple times and that's part of it too i think but i don't know you can't help but smile and just have fun watching aj just be so happy like hard to win these damn cup races man yeah aj's aj's enthusiasm is is infectious i'll put it that way yeah um, how many winners is we have we have this year now? We um, got, we had what two get on point, three get on points. So plus, plus Shane, Shane Van Gisbergen, and um, AJ, AJ. So fifteen. Yep. I mean All that's right. that's what we had in twenty one. Yeah, so that's, we're back um, to normal. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that's we're back to you. You say normal, but yeah. I think it's it's still like a it's still a bigger number than we than what was consistently being produced five years ago, and I think it's just yeah. it's proof of the the talent of the cups cup field right now. Like I think um, 2015 off the top of my head, 2015 I think had 12. So yeah. just for a baseline, yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that. Playoffs obviously happened. They did. Um, 40 points were available this week. Don't let anyone else fool you. Um, and, yeah, we saw – I don't even remember. Tyler Reddick had the best car, had to go for stage points. I don't even – see, I no think chance. they screwed the pa- – I think they screwed that up. Because, I mean, we saw what Bell did. Pitt from third came out fifth in the first yeah. stage. Like – if they do that strategy, they probably come out. I would imagine they come out fourth. Um, if Bubba also does that strategy, and then they come out third. They win the race. Yeah. I mean, obviously they could get caught out like uh, the nine did. So I guess it's not, it's not guaranteed obviously, but um, I mean, you're probably going to win the race. So I think they, they screwed up. Like they got a playoff point. They could have got five. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's yeah, definitely played the wrong strategy, but like, I mean, 
I mean, I guess it, I understand. I understand it from the initial onset because you don't think you're going to be that far ahead that you're going to be able to do that and still get top five stage points. Yeah. But at that point, you look at the deltas and go, "Oh shit, we can pit here and be yeah. top five. Let's do yeah. that." I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't I, get paid yeah. to do that job. Yeah, I just. Yeah. It all could be solved if we just didn't have fucking stage cautions. Um, yeah. And I just, I hate, I just hate that because we saw Bubba Walsh drive the best road course race of his career, had a probably top five car and didn't get a chance to show it. Tyler Reddick had a chance to win today. Um, didn't get a chance to show it. And it's just, it, I don't know how this makes the race better. I just don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Um, and as far as the playoff goes, really exactly who we thought was going to get eliminated and make it, it got eliminated and made it. We kind of knew Brad was going up against Tyler Reddick at a road course. Was That was going to be a uphill climb. Yeah. Um, and it proved that he wasn't very good. Um, but the only uh, shakeup option we had was Kyle Busch was, was close there right for there. a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, it would have required a lot for him to beat AJ Allmendinger at the Roval. Uh, but he put up a hell of a fight, to be completely honest. Yeah, he did. He did. And, uh, well, to be fair to Kyle, he's been better at the Roval than I ever realized. I think that was his third top five. So, really? Dude, yeah. I, I thought, thought he was thought like the Roval always was like his worst track ever. That's what I thought, too. He had two coming in and he finished top five today or yesterday. So, uh, in fairness to Kyle Bush, he's better there than I thought he was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean that team was just super inconsistent. Same with the one, um, twenty three. Really, just playoff points was yeah. was it? He was playoff points and a super Kyle away from uh, making it to the round of eight. Um, and then Brad, I mean, kind of the same deal, just lack of playoff points. Um, so it is what it is. We got we got seven of the best drivers going into the next round, and we got Ryan Blaney too. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I think this, I think we, we all shit on Tyler Reddick. I mean, a lot of, a lot of us thought he was going to be out in the first round. I picked him to go to the round of eight. I did not pick him to go to the final four. Um, but I don't know. That team's been super quick. I'd interchange him out for Truex right now for the final four. That's kind of where I'm at, but I keep kind of expecting the 19 to just improve enough. Because I think here's either the thing. that or Reddick has an issue. Truex continues down the path in that 17 car, just top five, top tens his way into the final four. Maybe. Uh, they, the thing is, is they're doing, they're really not that far off from where the nine team was a year ago in the playoffs. They're yeah. a little bit off because the nine obviously won Talladega and then ran great at the Roval, which that's two more good runs than the 19 has had. But it's not that far off, really, consistently. Yeah. So it's entirely possible they'd mid their way into the final four like the nine did last year. Yeah. Of course, obviously, um, the five is in the playoffs now. So if he were to win Homestead, it would not have the same non-effect that it did last time. Yeah. On the driver's um, standings. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, that's why we run the races. But yeah, I mean, Martin... Yeah, I mean, at some point they gotta write the ship. Yeah. 
But I think that what alarms me the most is at least Chase. Chase had more speed and just did it. They were just, it was terrible execution. They have terrible execution and they don't have speed right now. Um, And the one race they did, they obviously cut a tire. Um, I think 24, 5, 11, they obviously are the favorites to make it. Um, And then the 12, Ryan Blaney is going to, I would imagine, have to win if he wants to make it. I don't think he's going to run good enough. Um, Not only because that team is not very good at executing a lot of times, but also just the Fords are at a disadvantage. Um, And even though I just said that, I think Chris Buescher, no matter the disadvantage for Fords, that team has been strong anywhere and everywhere. Um, So I I think they, I think the, I think ultimately the final spot is going to be between Assuming the 19 can't get it figured out, I think the 17 and the 45. I think the the 20 is flashy, but they don't have a lot. They they don't have a lot of uh, a backbone, if you will. I don't off. even think the 20 is as flashy as they're getting credit for right now. Well, he, he's winning polls and he's he's up there at the beginning of the race. Okay, that's that's that what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that what I'm saying. That yeah. don't pay. <laughs> no, exactly. It doesn't. Um. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think it'll. I think it's. I think Chris Buescher is a real opportunity. He could. He could just sneak his way in. I think if if anyone other than the nineteen does, other than winning one of these races, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be that they were just a little less mid than the yeah. nineteen. Because I think I think ultimately the only three. I'm going to say it like this. The only three championship worthy cars right now are the 24, 11 and five. The 17 has scored the second most points this year. Okay. That's fine. I don't only think nine points behind Denny Hamlin in this format. Right. They have not been as like they're solid, but like, I don't know. I don't get that feeling with them. They don't, they don't wow me right now. Hey man, you don't have to wow. She got to be there. I mean, and he has every opportunity. If he were to win his way into the next round, I mean, I feel like that's all the. I mean, he'd have four wins. That's as many as Denny or Kyle. Well, to be fair, the twenty-four also doesn't wow me. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they just—they are there, though. There is yeah. something to be said about that. They are there. Um. And again, like you like you said, they have scored the second most points this year. So not not acting like they're not championship favorites. I'm just sitting there thinking, like, who's been the fastest all season? Yeah. Which well, to I be think, fair, that doesn't necessarily win you championships anymore. I think it's the same. I think he, he hadn't he's won races, but he hadn't gotten a lot of media coverage because it's they are not they're not going out there and winning polls and whatnot. They're just going out there and just grinding it out, and you look at the leaderboard, and he's right there, and you're like, "Oh, damn!" There's Chris. Yeah, and I think that's really it. I think if if people were to, if that were to get more coverage, I think we'd have a different opinion. But it hasn't gotten the the coverage that the other four have, three or four have had, and so 
we don't have that same opinion. I think part of it is too they <laughs> haven't. I think they peaked toward the end of the regular season. They've been good in the playoffs, but yeah, they definitely they like been. they definitely like peaked at the end of the regular season. I don't think that they now granted like like we said they could go out and win this week and yeah, none of it matters. I could see Vegas being a good track. Homestead's <laughs> been a good track for Busher. Yeah, it's an underrated good track for him. Um, I think Martinsville. I don't know necessarily where they he's run there in the past, but um, I'm not sure. But yeah, Bell obviously Vegas is going to be a good one for him. Um, Reddick and Larson, it's going to be a duel between them at Homestead. Hamlin's going to scoot through. Byron's going to probably he'll probably he'll be running tenth with two laps to go at Homestead. There'll be a caution and it'll win the race. Um, and then you know Chris or Bell will. You know, or not Bell. Who's the other one? Blaney. Blaney will lead 785 laps of Martinsville and lose it on pit road. So, um, yeah, that's the thing about Blaney. It's like, it's like, dudes, you just have to be clutch one time at Martinsville. I have no clue what Martin Shirk, I'll I'll say, I have no clue. I'm not even going to pretend to know what Martin Shirk is going to do. I mean, they can definitely win Martinsville. I have the other, I have an idea of what the other three could do. Or other three, other seven could do. I ain't got a clue what Mark Sharks is gonna do. Yeah, I, I, I just I can't believe they're gonna just continue down this road. But I also there's no <laughs> you haven't done anything to prove that you're not gonna continue. So I love I how they made the playoffs and then all of a sudden 2022 19 team just showed up out of nowhere. Yeah, like everyone's yeah. probably just thinking, dudes, we left you guys last. We left you guys in the past. Yeah. Stay there, fuckers. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Going into Vegas, who'd you you pick Chase Elliott and I picked Kyle Larson at the Rebel. Yep. Um did we you you won? I'm yes. Chase okay. finished like eighth or ninth or some shit. Okay. Or All sixth. Right. I can't remember. It was top ten, but not top. Appreciate nine. Kyle going out there and wrecking his car in practice and ruining my pick. Um so that was real cool. He did solid, you know, considering rough all day, that. rough weekend for the Hendrickcars.com cars. Um, yeah, Moore said they couldn't build a car oh, yeah. that held oil from 500 yards away from the track all the way to the track to make a lap. And Boris said missed the Xfinity race. That might have been one of the most disappointing moments of the season. And there's been a lot of them. Um, so that was annoying. And then Kyle Larson ruined my pick. So he wasn't going to win anyway. Yeah, but he could have beat the nine car. He probably wasn't going to beat the nine car. Huh? Yeah, he just he never had track position. He got close and just didn't have the track position. I mean, it's kind of amazing because he was on he was on the same strategy as the nine at the end of stage two. And they were all, I assume, going to pit there. And so they all restarted at the end of that. 30th to 34th or some shit all the guys that i think it was uh, quicker than you think he was i mean he was definitely quick i just don't think he was going to beat the nine and when the nine got in the lead he was like seven seconds out of the field that's that's a bigger gap than aj ever pulled yeah um i don't know um who are you picking for um what william byron (laughs) fuck dude damn it I was going to pick William Byron. <laughs> um, like if Byron's going to keep ruining my weekend, I might as well get a benefit out of it. Yeah. Like, um, 
I'm gonna go with Tyler Reddick. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Tyler Reddick. Um here's the thing. I kind of think whoever wins this race is gonna win the championship. Just based off last year. Uh I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um yeah, I'll pick I'll pick Reddick. Uh who's your sundress and dumbass for the Rebel? Uh my sundress is AJ. Okay. Because he's um, a sundress. Let's see. Trying to think of a uh, trying to think of a uh, good sundress. What um nobody really impressed me this weekend. <laughs> I'm not really impressed by much really in life. So um I'm gonna go with Bubba Wallace. Bro drove a great, great weekend of racing. So I'm gonna give a shout out to Bubba. Um and also had a great attitude after the uh after the race. You don't want to I don't want to praise a fish for swimming, but considering what we've heard out of Bubba, he's he's definitely definitely um I don't know if he went to media training or you know finally got his head on a little bit straighter. He's he's done a good job the past couple of weeks. Um dumbass. Uh Daniel Suarez stopped driving like a jackass. Um in my opinion. Um, I'm gonna go with William Byron. For what? He definitely was close enough to AJ there to where he could have just blown through the backstretch chicane, got enough of a lead, stopped and go in the front, and been able to beat AJ. I am so mad that DBC pointed this out because I have been saving. I was ready for whoever finished second. I was going to give dumbass of the week for for that. Because <laughs> I, I was sitting there. I was like, you could blow that backstretch. And make, cool. Well, because I showed you that meme of the dude like yeah. hopping over the curb and just going straight across of eight and one. I feel like so here's what I feel. I feel like that would fall into the same category as Ross's move at Indy last year, where NASCAR didn't technically have that against the rules, but they would we still actually penalize. proved that he they did have that against the rule because you had to do a stop and go and Ross did not. They did not have to do a stop and go last yeah, they year. They did. Bob put out a video. You did. Yeah, you had to do a stop and go. Okay. They didn't pretend the did. very well. The three did the first time he blew it and didn't the second time on the last lap because he watched the one do it. But either way um i still think they would be like yeah never mind 30 second time penalty i mean you're locked into the fucking next round try it sure i just think if he does it, he looks like certified a... dumbass i think if you do that you look like a complete jackass like just in I mean, general i mean even if it works like dude you just look like an asshole it'd be funny dude it'd be funny I mean, dude, you're not in this business to look like a nice guy. You're in this to win races. I'm just saying, man. William what was Byron his misses... sponsor this weekend? Z? Uh, yeah, like, Hewlett Packard. That's a HP thing? Yeah, it was an HP thing. You didn't see the HP? No, I just saw a big too? Z on the side. Oh, it was and Zerg. My, my dumbass brain was just like, every time he drove by, I was like, Zed. No, Zerg. Zerg? No. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah old Buzz Lightyear himself. Spoiler God, dude, alert that for was last such year's a, movie. That was such a terrible, 
I can't believe I missed Kevin Hart winning Michigan for that terrible ending of that movie. I can't like, say I didn't warn you well, that yeah. Kevin Hart was going to win. I didn't see the movie, but I told you to leave. Yeah. Um, what yeah, like it was, was a date? Horrible. Pro- <laughs> it was horrible. Horrible. Uh, way to what? take that. I don't fucking know what I'm saying. Anyway, um, yeah, William Byron, certified dumbass. Um, see, I feel like if he'd that, done that and then NASCAR said, no, nah, never mind, fuck you, 30 second time penalty, you'd be like, what a dumbass for thinking that would work. Yeah. Probably. 100%. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, other than that, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about the about the uh, old, old Roval. Um, I don't know. I'm just glad we get to watch, we get to go do this again next year. Yeah. Yeah, I am also. We didn't have Chuck on the show. Chuck is a bitch. Um, he he was big media Chuck, and I guess oh, poor media truck worked too hard in his toilet. Media so, truck, um, media truck, media truck to Chuck, Chuck to truck, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had to wait an hour and a half before uh, he could ask Eric Jones that question out of the infield care center. Yeah, um, whoever... go look on Front Stretch's uh, YouTube, and you can watch. Uh, Chase Folsom tried to interview Eric Jones. He starts to ask the question and then the field starts to go by and Eric Jones looks like he wants to kill everyone within arm's reach for the next 45 seconds while the entire field goes by after he just wrecked. Yeah. So whoever was supposed to edit that at front stretch, uh, boo. You also. Boo. Um, dumbass of the week. The right dumbass there. of the week award. Um, but yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. We do. We went to hold on. I'll, I'll tell the story real quick. We went to the pit in Mooresville and mm-hmm. race go karts. And I tell you what, that track is like a damn New Jersey highway or an Indiana highway. Like it is bumpy concrete and it is bumpy as all hell. I felt like I was driving a sack of potatoes down a gravel road. Um, and, and yeah, uh. <sighs> Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's dumbass of the week material, but that's a bad marketing strategy. Okay. Yeah, just want to shout out to the pit. Shout out to the girl at the front desk, Lindsay. She was, she was a cool people, real funny. So. Okay. Yeah. So that's. Oh, hold on! Also, got to give a dumbass of the week award to uh, the Taco Bell and Cornelius. Because okay. I sat in oh, the yeah. damn drive-through for like fifteen minutes, and then we get to the 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 intercom, and the dude's like, "We're actually not taking any any more orders." And I'm like, "You know, that's fine that you're not, but like, you could have told me fifteen minutes ago." Like you, it, what pissed me off more is there was a guy out there, like doing yeah. something, and he couldn't have told me, and so we, I literally backed the entire line up out of there so um yeah um sorry my mind just got flooded with all these dumbasses of the week um brett griffin still a dumbass i told him i asked him if he was gonna uh spot chicago um this weekend he said no i don't know why not um i think it's everybody okay yeah 
So now, this has been the Big Motor Small Blade Podcast. Uh, he's been Buddy Pulley. Buddy. Yep. Uh, the ass man certified reverend or whatever. Buddy, the reverend Buddy Pulley certified ass man. That's basically what down. I said. I mean, to be fair, you the think small that, Dobowski. I, I'm Seth Dolby, but buddy, to be fair, you thought that Iowa was a road course where we ran the super speedway package, so I don't yeah. really care. Yeah, dude, I thought it was Daytona, 20 uh, circuit 2020. Yeah, road course, super speedway, short track. Okay, uh, we we love you guys. No, we don't. Actually, we don't like you. Listen or don't. Listen or don't. Um, we like we like you guys. We love you guys. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Go fuck yourselves. Yep. Yeah.